we heard you say something not quite part of the agenda. Yeah. yeah. You have been deleted. You have been banned. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back, everybody. We got here for another show. Another and show. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, actually. Well, mm -hmm. since we recorded, probably a week since we released the last one. Mm -hmm. I think it was a good episode. Stephen Dave Rule of the World. Uh, that one was called The Right and the Wrong Asks Snopes. <laughs> Snopes. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> in that tradition of Ask Snopes, uh, this week we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about why I got deleted from Instagram and why Dave is. Shadow brand. Shadow brand from Instagram. Yeah, and Steve is not even here. They totally deleted him as a person. He doesn't exist anymore. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. He was too far right. He's gone. They <laughs> yeah. eliminated him. Yeah, he uh, he tested too far right, <laughs> as we talked about in our last show. No, no, he just he couldn't be with us tonight. He's out of town. But uh, looking forward to seeing him again when he comes back. Should be good. I'm guessing based on what day is it today? Was it the 19th? Mm -hmm. Our next episode, maybe one next week, but definitely the one after. It'll be on election day. Ooh, I think we're gonna good we're gonna broadcast live, aren't we? Yes, that'll be dope. That could be hours. Do we start? Do we start? Do we start? Should we take the day off work on Wednesday? Wednesday the fourth. When do they start counting? I don't know. Have they well, already started? <laughs> they already started. How many fake ones have they started counting? Um, How many dead people have they counted? Well, I mean, they have rights too. Oh, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, that's going to be a big scandal. I think that'll be Oh, it's going to be ugly. What do you think will happen? What do I think what is going to happen or what do I hope happens? What do you think will I happen? I think Trump is going to take it. But I think that the left is not going to go down without a fight. It's going to be ugly. There's going to be cheating. Like we're already seeing all kinds of mail fraud, um, mm. the push for uh, voting in person. You know, it's not safe. Or sorry, the push for voting via mail because voting person is not safe. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant. Uh, sorry, I'm getting really riled up thinking about it. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be a shit show. I'm nervous. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. I believe it's going to go the way I want it to go. But if it doesn't, I don't know. I'm going to be upset. Do you think there'll be early, I don't want to say propaganda, but early, oh, <laughs> Biden pulls ahead in all these swing states? Yeah. Remember four years ago when they're like, Trump has a 3% chance of winning according to the polls? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What polls? Yeah. That time, California? That time I lost 50 bucks. New York Steve. City? <laughs> oh, is it really? You thought he was gonna lose? Yeah, I had. I was like, "There's no way he, he's gonna win." Were you more like lefty then? No, I. I didn't know you then. Wasn't any more anything, other than thinking realistically. There's no way Trump can beat Hillary because of, you know, she her background, her resume. And the polls, the polls, the polls, right? The polls. So it's funny because four to five years ago, I knew nothing about politics, was not a conspiracy theorist, did not go down any red holes or red holes. <laughs> rabbit, wow. wow. Rabbit holes. And uh, I remember thinking I didn't want Hillary to get in. Mm. And you think as a woman, you would want another woman to get in. Yeah, for sure. He wants to see that. But I just thought. No. Lots of men probably want to see that too. For definitely. sure. I just thought, ugh, women, we can't run a country. 
Oh, no, lots can, but not her. She's just like... I just think that, I don't know, women make very, hmm, what's the word, hasty decisions and usually act out of emotion. Not all of them. No, not all of them. Did you see that uh, she's actually really attractive to that... uh, (laughs) <laughs> that New Zealand prime oh. minister got reelected? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. She's supposedly a pretty good boss. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, that's she, good. She kicks ass. I'm not saying that women shouldn't or can't. I just think that a lot of times women act out on emotion and not uh, by what's... Oh, and men and I base don't? No, nah, I think that there's less chance of, a, I don't know, a spiteful sort of reaction. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so four-ish, five years ago, I was like, nah, I don't want her. But I didn't know anything about Trump either. And it, I was such a little puppet back then because I remember going on a few dates with this one guy that was like, oh, Bernie, Bernie should win. And I'm like, yeah, Bernie. And hmm. I'm like, Trump is bad and Hillary Clinton's bad. Go Bernie. Hmm. And then I started dating a guy uh, a couple months later and he was like full-on conservative, like uh, you know, wealthy business owning families. So like Trump speaks to people like that, right? Oh, for sure. And they're, they're capitalists, right? They're business owners. And, and, uh, I started to listen to his side, but at the time I was still quote unquote, a socialist, Wow. but I liked Trump and all my friends would be like, how do you vote NDP? But you like Trump. I don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. but you know what it was about Trump that I loved? That he wasn't a politician. Well, that, but as like a newbie into politics, he just didn't pussyfoot. Like mm-hmm. he didn't sidestep. He said what's on his mind. Like some of those savage moments you see online of him, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like in the last year or in the last round there when they were like, you know, you have been known to call women pigs, fat pigs. He's like only <laughs> Rosie only Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Most people would be like, yeah, okay. I'd be like, I would never. And I'm so sorry that I said that and that was offensive. No, he's like, oh, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, that's just his answer. It's like just the one and she. <laughs> and she it. is a fat pig. Wow. That's what he said. I don't think that, wow. but that's what I'm pretty sure he was thinking. Yeah. Um, so I liked that about him. He wasn't afraid to speak his mind. I think problem with politics. I, I mean, uh, speaking as a Canadian right yeah. now, we don't want to offend anybody. No, no. And like, you've obviously had a candid conversation with me. Like, I offend people. Oh, on a regular basis. (laughs) That's that's. I usually say what's on my mind. Part of the show. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Trump, he got uh, banned temporarily by Twitter in 2017. You know what they said it was? No. A rogue employee on their last day Mm -hmm. of work Mm -hmm. just went bloop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> delete was it a woman because that sounds like a spiteful thing we would do i'm not sure possibly a there's, rogue there's been lots of people lots of famous people too that you recognize like uh courtney love uh the whole anonymous group that mm-hmm. whole anonymous thing rose mcgowan roger stone the news site zero hedge the conservative these obviously. people have all been banned lately Yes, or permanently. So Rose McGowan, very interestingly enough, she is very anti-Trump. Yeah, and she's the one that grew up in the cult, right? And she's the one who basically started this Me Too movement. Yes, yeah. But I think she had uh, accusations against, who was it now? Well, Weinstein, Yeah. as they all did. But 
I know that she's very against Biden too, because, you know, she stands for this me too. I mean, there's definitely parts of me too that I agree with. Oh, for sure. Like the, the premise I agree with the, what is the way it got conducted? Maybe not so much. Yeah. Like open the conversation. It was a good thing for sure. I mean, it had every guy freaked out forever. Well, here's the thing. You're living your life. You do something that pisses me off. Again, I act out of spite. I've said that you've been sexually whatever with me. Mm. You've now lost your job. Yeah. You're erased. You're canceled. Yeah. There's no investigating. And like, how do you prove your word against mine? But yeah, there's no that was proving guilty old, anymore. No, no. But I think there was not enough. I think there was too much of a defense with all, you know, his word against hers. In the For past, sure. Right? He's a celebrity. She's a nobody. Yeah. I agree. I think everyone has their part in that Hmm. like for some of the women well like you made a bad choice and now you got caught so take take it yeah right like take what's coming to you i don't mean that like (laughs) (laughs) i don't mean that i mean like consequence wise well reputation wise whatever but you know for again there needed to be some accountability so i don't disagree with that me too anyway digress here but rose mcgowan is against biden supporters as well because they're standing up for this guy who's been accused many times like people just aren't listening to that tara reed not american pie tara reed with the weird stomach oh yeah different tara reed yeah i thought that's who you're talking about no the tara reed that came out in what the 90s saying that he so the, did stuff to her blonde check yeah uh yeah i mean that's like a third of the population but <laughs> quarter anyway um another group that got banned from twitter was a group called smash racism which is an antifa group and they got banned oh, for course. posting tucker carlson's address again or is no, this they recently? did it the one time. That was a little while back, I think. That was like two or three months ago. No, yeah. But you know who was posting that was uh, CNN, was it not? Or Washington well, Post? Well, CNN was outside filming the people in front of his house. Yeah. <laughs> but there was someone else who, it was either Washington Post or the New York Times. Oh, uh, the New York Times. It was they the said York that Times. they were going to drop it in print. Yeah. Yeah. And he berated them on his show. Yeah, like he had already moved once because of this. Yeah, and I don't think they ever did. No, I think there was some serious law. Lo- there'd have mm. to be lawsuits. Definitely. Guy how like messed that. up is that? How messed up is that? You you view things from a conservative perspective, so you should be like attacked and. Yeah, he's been stopped. accused of a lot of shit, and I don't think he's. A lot of people just yeah, you're racist, right? I don't know if he's really said anything. Very, Tucker? He said a lot of risky things for sure. That's the whole point of the show. And that's why I like him because he's like straight up. DJT. Yeah, yeah. DJ Tanner. You know what also also happened in October? Hmm. We can call it Red October because that's when everybody went on a tirade, just deleting accounts, getting rid all the oh, I know. on people. Oh, I know. Oh, I know you know. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. 150,000 QAnon followers. Wow. Yeah. But why, I wonder, two weeks out from the election, three weeks out from the election? Because it's a dangerous organization. Because when you're spreading information (laughs) that doesn't fit your narrative, that's dangerous to the cause. When you uh, post Mm -hmm. memes for fun about people. Uh, Another person. Memes uh, are fun. 
James Woods. Oh, actor, love James Woods. Love him. He got banned for Did posting he? a political meme. He posted all kinds of stuff about Hunter this past week. Yeah. And they said it's misleading in a way that in could way. influence an election. Weird. That's irony because that you're literally free speech. You're literally deleting everything that influences your preferred candidate. Your preferred candidate. But what about every celebrity who endorses a candidate? Is that not influencing? Because I think it's even worse. And we talked about this before. As a celebrity, that's I think it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like irresponsible. Ir yeah, irresponsible is exactly yeah. to even talk about your political views mm -hmm. because you're blindly influencing the lemmings that follow you. But that's the whole name of the politic political game. For sure. Get people to endorse you so, so how, you can get elected. But how can they? Like, how can Katy Perry, you know, endorse Hillary Clinton 2016? She's got some of the top amount of followers on social media ever. But Like, just, if she's allowed to do it, but... She's a person just like you or me. For sure. So, but it's got to right. be one or the other, I'm saying. So, if James Woods, who I'm sure has a much less yeah. small or much less large following than Katy Perry. Oh, definitely. By, you know, a it's fraction. A times, probably. But, like, she can post, or whoever, Taylor Swift, she's very outspoken about, like, she full on endorses Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. How can she do that to all her? Little preteen puby just turned 21 uh, or 18. How old do you have to vote in the States? 18? Uh, yeah. I think 18 is still the age mm. there. So all these like pubes that grew up with her are allowed to vote. Sure. Which is great. Yeah. But they just do it because she says, oh, we'll vote for Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why celebrities overwhelmingly back Biden. The, most media companies do. Uh, the polls all say something that I don't think is accurate. doesn't really matter. Did you see what happened on Wednesday last week? Was it the boats? No. Wednesday was, was when the New York Post mm -hmm. posted the whole Hunter Biden oh, that. thing with his, with his emails. Yeah. And talking about influence peddling with his father and pay for – Pay for play deals, right? <laughs> My dad's do this. If you don't do that, then you know that kind of stuff. So Facebook and Twitter banned it. It was about the Hunter Biden laptop. <laughs> so here's what happened. So Hunter Biden had a supposedly this is what happened. He had a, he needed his laptop fixed, so he took it into a repair place. And the the owner of the repair place, seeing what was on it thought it was so offensive and corrupt that he gave it to the FBI and Rudy Giuliani. So that's supposedly okay, if how you've all got, these... If you've got shit on your computer, why are you taking it to your local computer shop? I mean, because you're that dumb and coked out that you don't know how to... had so much crack and you're yeah, like, Yeah, that guy's better at, at computers than you. I guess. <laughs> fixes them for a living. But the stuff that was on there was... It was a bunch of emails. Pretty I don't, yeah, I don't think he sat there and read emails. There's also a bunch of pictures of him in compromising positions. Some people say it's as bad as pictures of him with underage children, ten-year-old yes. Chinese girls, right, or boys, girls, Chinese girls. Yeah, ten years old. 
Yeah, that's that's a rumor out there. So mm-hmm. the New York Post, the fourth most circulated paper in I think the world, definitely in the United States. Like mm-hmm. it's a big paper, it's owned by Rupert Murdoch. It is known for being, you know, a conservative paper. Came out Wednesday morning with this blockbuster scoop showing a smoking gun evidence in the form of email showing that Joe Biden's son, Hunter, traded on his father's position by securing uh, favors from the vice president at the time to benefit the Ukrainian energy company Burisma. Mm-hmm. Burisma paid the very unqualified Hunter 50k <laughs> a month to sit on its board. <laughs> right? What a life. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah, it also published a bunch of photos like we talked about. I think one was him in the crack pipe or something. Yeah, definitely use. seen those ones. Yeah. And um, now, within two hours of the story coming out, uh, Twitter banned. They they locked the New York Post's account for that day <laughs> and into the next day so that they couldn't even post up a follow-up article about the Biden crime family as well. So if you went, um, Twitter went farther than Facebook, banning the ability to even share it on their, on your timeline or even direct message it to somebody else. It would give you an error message if you tried to send it to someone. Mm -hmm. And later in the day, they changed the message to say the company had judged its contents potentially harmful. Mm -hmm. Potentially harmful to what? To Biden, Biden's Says campaign. Says the social media uh, platform that allows, oh, I don't know, Antifa, pedophiles. I mean, Jack Dorsey, the guy who runs Twitter anyway, like he's posted some pretty horrendous. He's banned from there too. He's banned himself? Yes, the owner of the company is banned from Twitter. I'm not even kidding. How did that even happen? <laughs> I don't he know. did come out last week and say that it was irresponsible of Twitter to ban the story or something but i think he's just playing yeah, puppet that, right now that story doesn't get as enough news as the other story mm-hmm. yeah they even puppet. they even locked uh kaylee McEnany, the the press secretary of the united states of america for reposting that they locked her out of her account can you believe that yes i can wow thought police crazy it's insane what they add disclaimers to. Yeah. The follow-up article that the Post came out with was uh, about Hunter using his father's name to secure White House meetings with a Chinese energy company, a bunch of execs, and member who were members of the Communist Party. So a lot of people, and they did have a meeting with them. So the whole scandal before with Trump was, oh, they... Kushner met with some Russian guy or whatever. Collusion. Now, the funny thing is, is that the the ex-wife of the mayor of Moscow has uh, paid Hunter Biden money for things as mm-hmm. well, too. We'll have to get into that another time. Um, the other funny thing about this is that the person who's connected in Facebook to uh, the... Obama administration and the Biden family. Her name is Anna Mac Macanju. 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 Um, and before ending up at Facebook, she was a senior fellow at the Atlantic Council. Now that sounds pretty heavy. The Atlantic Council is a nonpartisan 
<laughs> quote unquote nonpartisan <laughs> think tank that deals with international affairs. So all kinds of big wheels there. In 2009, James L. Jones, the Atlantic Council's chairman, left the organization to be Obama's national security advisor. Mm -hmm. Other people that have been there that have joined that administration are Susan Rice, Richard Holbrook, Eric Shinseki, Anne Marie Slaughter, Chuck Hagel, and Brent Scowcroft, just to name a few. They were all affiliated with the Atlantic Council, and they all ended up in the Obama administration. So I don't know how nonpartisan that is. Um, they've received, this Atlantic Council has received massive amounts of foreign funding over the years. And one donation that you might find interesting is over the course of three years, starting in 2016, they received $300,000 from Burisma. Mm. Weird. Mm. Interesting. Seems like that all kind of came back mm -hmm. around. It's all tied together. So just reading on the Atlantic Council here, because I didn't know what it was, it's just saying, uh, an American think tank in the field of international affairs founded in the early 60s provides a forum for international political business and intellectual leaders, manages 10 regional centers and functional programs related to international security and global economic prosperity. Headquartered in Washington, D.C. I mean, it sounds, sounds like corrupt a as it just globalist bunch it. of hacks sticking yeah. their hands in other people's business yeah exactly nonpartisan though so yeah sounds like a tool for something <laughs> yeah up front <laughs> yeah it's like a car wash for the mobsters yeah and all these uh, organizations donate money to keep them going mm -hmm. in countries mm -hmm. internationally weird Ooh, you can say right there get involved or support the council well, that's it. Their support Donate. page. Does Donate. Does it take me to Joe Biden's page? No. <laughs> Does it take me to Antifa's page? Join our corporate members program. Ooh, bet you that's Engages a... the private sector as a crucial partner through substantive partnerships. They Look, they have a spelling error. That's a big one for me. If, if you're a legitimate website and you have spelling or grammatical errors, mm -mm. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. Mm -hmm. You pay someone to edit this. Yeah. Anyway, and sounds like they're getting enough money. They're bringing in enough cash. Um, yeah. But the other thing that has to do with this censoring, and I want to go back to the, we were talking about, on, you know, we were talking about something that isn't proven, the uh, supposed abuse of uh, underage girl by Biden and these pictures on his laptop. So that's not, we don't know that to be true. Um, but what did they come out and say as, what were the exact words, the exact words that like actual reputable journalists came out with were underage obsession. Underage obsession. Yeah. That's enough for me. Obsession. Yeah. That. And they also said that when it put the wiener laptop to shame or it would be a, <laughs> Like, if you know anything about Anthony Weiner's laptop, I mean, that's as horrendous as you could possibly imagine. Yeah. I don't know how to top that, but according to some sources, this does. Wow. Wow. That's concerning. And in two weeks, this man's father could be your leader. Well, they gave it to uh, like the FBI and mm -hmm. the, the main, I can't remember his name, but the guy that is is heading up the investigation is a 
human trafficking and uh, child sex offender specialist. Hmm. So I don't know. Seems weird. Yeah, it does seem weird. And you think if your father knows about this, like we said before, off of the mic here, Mm-hmm. You can support your family, but the second that they hurt a child, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're covering that up, I mean, that's there's another it's unexcusable. There's another leak there too. His former business partner, um, Hunter or Joe Hunter's former okay. business partner, who is serving a federal prison sentence. His mm-hmm. last name's Cooney. He volunteered to give his his gmail account to oh i did hear that yeah because he felt he was rotten away in prison and Mm -hmm. it was mostly his business partner's fault the other guy there's a third guy too that was being charged for crimes related to the business they had peddling joe's father's influence and one of the one of the things i remember biden even bragging about Remember when he was biding about he was bragging <laughs> about uh, was it the Ukraine again? But we're gonna withhold a billion dollars yeah. from you guys mm-hmm. unless you fire that uh, state so prosecutor yeah. who is investigating somebody in Burisma. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, no, we're not gonna fire him." And, and he was said, just, "Okay, no, no billion dollars." Yeah, and he then, was nonchalant. And he was like, "Okay, no billion. Yeah, and then he was like, "What do you know?" Six hours later, the guy was fired. <laughs> <laughs> he's just bragging about it i mean TV. that sounds legit a senile old man. uh speaking of senile old man i finally watched the whole corn pop video have you seen corn that pop? the corn pop video no what is it's it it's the most racist incompetent speech of 2020 is it biden yes and he's talking to a bunch of black people black kids about how he used to work at the blackpool as a lifeguard Oh, you have to see pool. it. You have to, the kids used to rub my legs down at the pool. They see the hair, my legs go. And, and he talked about Corn Pop, who is this guy. He he told to get off the diving board or something. And then Corn Pop and his buddies were waiting outside with straight razors. And he so I asked the only white guy, the only other white guy that worked at the pool, what I should do. He said, "Man, you take some of that chain, some of that chain." And he's like, "He's the way he's speaking is so fucked up and so racist. It was so offensive. He is incredibly offensive. You take some of that chain, you go out there, you wrap that around your fist." And he said, "What? I can't do that." And he's like, "Well, if you don't do it, don't come back." Because you won't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And he tells, like, okay, remember how everyone's like, man, Trump's PR team must be, like, just, you know, rolling over in their, well, yeah. not graves, but, you know, I'm sure they were all fired when he started. But um, Joe's PR team is just. Oh, how do you deal with that? So anybody that hasn't seen the Corn Pop video. That's awful. That is the single most powerful video in terms of. Him getting elected for? for, I would say that I've seen it. All his incompetencies and and discrimination and everything was open. It's 15 minutes long. It's the entire thing is a train wreck, man. Like <laughs> it is something else. I'm sure that'll be taken off the internet any day now. Corn pop? I don't know. You can watch it on YouTube still. <laughs> YouTube. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his face got whacked there too? Whacked by Facebook. <laughs> Censorship whacked. Yeah. He got 86. Uh, 86. Yeah. We'll come back to that one. That J, uh, JP Sears guy, that oh, comedian. The that, best. That ginger. If you've comedian. ever seen this guy, he's got super long red hair, a beard. He is very soft spoken and he's so funny. He's yeah, he does like satirical. Awaken with JP. Yeah, Awaken with JP. It's great. Now, I wonder if any so of the fun. ones I've posted of him were. He has tons of followers and he yeah, was he demonetized does. by Facebook. He's got 458,000 followers. That's quite a few for Instagram. Yeah. I can't believe this. It all sound crazy. But I've been watching the news. I'm starting to believe what they say. There's so much evidence when you look into it. <laughs> yeah. You can kind of recognize his voice. It's sort of soft-spoken. Yeah, he's uh, all about satire and sarcasm, that's for sure. And he was censored or demonetized, he said, by Facebook. Yeah, demonetized, yeah. And it doesn't take much to just talk about uh, even Joe Rogan now that he's at Spotify. The Joe Ro or the Spotify execs are having discussions about what he can and can't say. Like he was on there. Hmm. There's a bunch of episodes back, but he was talking about the Antifa light and the fire thing, which has been fact checked. Of course. Right? By Snopes. That's fact checked. And he had to retract it. And that's very unlike him. And then when they started moving all his episodes over to Spotify, mm -hmm. there's some that aren't appearing, like any interview he did with Alex Jones. Oh yeah. Weird. Where uh, there's that other guy that, uh, that guy, I think, is a piece of shit, though. That Milo Yiannopoulos, he's a gay dude, but he's, like, anti-feminism, and and he's still hardcore right-wing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know much about him. I don't know. But, like, episodes with, like, right-wing people like that, he they've... They're just gone. Yeah, and they say, oh, well, it's, you know, it has more to do with uh, the actual downloading over to the Spotify platform. Mm-hmm. Which, and it just happens to be the right wing ones. That yeah, it happens to be Alex Jones. Of course. Of course. So speaking of Alex Jones, I understand why Twitter might ban him. But do I? No, I don't. It's free speech. Like, I understand why, but isn't hate groups free speech too? They don't ban those. They do, yeah. Not all of them. They banned what's his face? Uh, oh, the Richard Hitler. Spencer guy. They banned Who? that neo Nazi. Who? Richard Spencer. He's, oh, right. He's yeah. a piece of shit. And they banned uh, who's the founder? Who's the, who's the Grand Wizard? I don't know. <laughs> no, David Duke. I don't know anything about Nazis. Well, Neo-Nazis. Yeah, David Duke is pretty famous. Here's the thing, though. If it's a group that hurts people, yes, then they should. But, but QAnon is not a group that hurts people. No, absolutely not. And I don't think Alex Jones is running a group that hurts people. No, although He's he exposing talks about information. Some extreme stuff. Yeah. But he never says, hey, go do this, where the neo-Nazi movement does say go and do this. That's true. He never does incite to, just because people might believe him which a lot of times he's been right about a lot of things mm -hmm. like he was the guy that brought i've said this before the the bilderberg meetings mm -hmm. into the spotlight he was the guy that really brought attention to that and Man, it if turns you ever out it's anything true. from a bilderberg meeting yeah turns it's out it's all new true world order. yeah yeah um but yeah i don't understand why you'd 
Ben him or the zero hedge for that matter. Like I've been reading them for a long time and they, they're really more about trading and mm -hmm. shit like that. Mm -hmm. They're a little right. This is just it. The candidate that they want right now is left wing. So any right wing quote unquote That's disinformation spreading opinion goes against that. Therefore, not valid and dangerous to the left. Do you think it has agenda. to do with Chinese government? Well, very possibly. What was that thing that you were watching about? Uh, oh, that was about uh, Chinese Communist Party dissenter who left China. And he predicted the release of um, Hunter Biden's emails back in September. And he was saying, he, and he was talking about this meeting that uh, this energy company and these execs and these Communist Party leaders secured with Biden and why his laptop and what's on there compromised him so much. And that this, they don't want to just control the 1.4 billion people in China, the Communist Party. They want to control most of Europe and the United States and the U.S. president and everything as well. So, I mean, who knows if that's true. But this guy predicted it back in September, or at least he predicted the release of these Here emails. Here is my two cents on this. We are now in a time where the world is crashing down around us basically COVID has shut down yeah. so much people have lost so much mm -hmm. people are sensitive right now people are scared uh and at this point they're looking for a savior kind of to end it right yeah and we're also in a time where there's a very outspoken and powerful president who's not afraid to expose who's not a part of the club so that's, that's scary. Truth. So you have China, a power player, you know, next to America and Russia. Like those are. China would, say, would obviously not care much for Trump, considering all the made in America and America first. And for sure. And he wants to bring business and economy. The tariffs that he's put on them. Yeah. He wants to like build stuff local, which is great because it creates jobs. So, so which is funny because. The last campaign, there's all this Russian scandal that Hillary and Obama created and out of thin air, or whatever. It's literally them and doing it. Here's the plan: we'll just we'll create this, and there'll be an impeachment. Hunter's son takes money from the mayor of Moscow's <laughs> ex-wife for some business dealings, and the Chinese would not. So, are there a whole bunch of Chinese bots trying to get Trump elected now? I don't think so. Neither do I. No, but they opposite. would. Obviously, it seems like. I think Trump is a threat to yeah, world oh, domination. Sure. You have someone like Joe who has no idea what's up or down. Oh, he's easy man to control. And in my Especially opinion, if his son is compromised for sure. And in oh, for level. sure, if they've got blackmail on him, whew, yeah, to that magnitude, mm. uh, and you know, like, no offense to anyone who views left as a good thing, but I don't think that that's a way to run a country is on. Well, right liberal. now, if you go to the extremes, the extremes is socialism, mm -hmm. which fits the Chinese communist party's 
Socialism ideas. is a stepping stone into communism. Yes. Yeah. To an extent. Like there are definitely some parts of socialism I agree with. But we have to be careful because you can be progressive and you can be liberal and all that stuff and you, you don't have to be a socialist. For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's... I just think Trump is a is a threat to their world domination plan. I think Joe is an easy in. So if it means censorship, like I don't tell me that you don't think that these major made uh, media companies aren't owned by Chinese backing. Oh, well, I don't know, but they're owned by people who are aligned in a certain way for a certain reason. And you can't like Facebook or Twitter stopping stories from coming out. That's like, your company there's some guy something i read where a guy compared it to that's like owning a trucking company that delivers newspapers and you don't like the story so you refuse to deliver any of the newspapers to their destinations like they're heralds of that information and they're they're the two largest other than google which has its own censorship issues they're the two largest information peddlers in the world, sixty-five percent of adults get their news from Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, no wonder everyone is so dumb now. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I deleted Facebook. <laughs> Literally, for what year is this? Twenty twenty. Yeah. For thirteen years, I was a slave to it. Really? Absolute lemming. Yeah. I knew they were gonna use it to steal your shit and spy on you as soon as it was out. I was like, no, I'll never. You literally search anything account. online, and automatically you're getting ads for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Google is bad that way mm-hmm. too because they spy on you even when your your phone is not like it's on, but it's you're not touching it. That's messed up. Yeah, and they listen to you and all these companies are data mining you and spying on you and you're becoming the product now. <laughs> so, why are they censoring? Because we live in the matrix and they don't want us to be red-pilled. This is true. So then people like us who are red-pilled get deleted. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, like, he's gone completely now. Like, <laughs> just he's kidding. Shadow Missy, bro. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, no. <laughs> he'll be back <laughs> for sure. Um, but, yeah, it's gone too far now to the point where Facebook is a bigger threat than the monopoly of Facebook and Twitter are bigger threats than the monopoly that Standard Oil once had. And that company was broken up, right, into Exxon and Mobile, right? Mm-hmm. You should do the same thing. And Zuckerface and uh, Dorsey are having to answer some hard questions in front of Congress every once <laughs> in a while, Zuck's it seems little like. little robot face. Yeah. I don't understand. He's got the best poker face ever because he always looks like he's nervous as as fuck. Yeah. Because. Because he's a huge nerd and he's (laughs) never talked to people before. Yeah. And he's. There's girls there. He's he's guilty of. Like, I I would not be surprised if within a year someone publishes a book. It should be us, I think, Mm -hmm. called How Facebook Started a Civil War. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So, but because Facebook really was the beginning of the social media that we know today. Obviously, there was MySpace, and yeah, if you're from Edmonton, Nexopia. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Well, do, I, do you have Nexopia? I've heard of that. No, but 
I didn't know it was an Edmonton thing. Well, I don't think it was, but if you talk to anybody outside of Edmonton, nobody knows what it was. Have you heard of, uh, this is going to sound weird and a little off topic, but we're just talking about <laughs> some of these social media platforms. Um, oh, Grinder? No, I have not. No. Do you have it? No, not Grinder, but, but in that realm, not in that gay realm, but <laughs> if there's anything wrong with that. Um, oh, what is it called? Damn it. I'm going to have to edit this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Hinge, Bumble? No, it's like for uh, BDSM people. Oh, yeah. Are you looking through your apps right now? No, no, I'm not at all. I don't have it. Um, what's now it that you're called? an expert, no, okay, we're <laughs> not talking about this anymore. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not even we're skipping that whole thing. All segment. the people at work just <laughs> loving it, they're finally hooked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've, I wonder if they got any COVID money, <laughs> Facebook, Ooh, Facebook, Facebook should give me money. Yeah. You know what? They could though. What's their, what's their revenue? Oh gosh. I don't know. Look it up and find out. It's absurd. And is it just from ads? Cause it's not like you yes. pay anything. Yes. I believe it's all from from selling ads. our information is how they make money. They had, uh, a, few months back, there's a bunch of companies that um, pulled their ads from Facebook temporarily. Oh, yeah. Uh, Facebook revenue, I'm going to guess. What do you think it is? Are we talking yearly, monthly? Yearly. Oh, gosh. Four billion? No. Their net profit is, last year was $18.5 billion. Their <gasps> net profit off of $70.7 billion in revenue. Oh my lord. So they could just be taken over by the state, which I don't advocate any businesses being taken over by the state, but in this case, maybe, and all the revenue goes back to pay the national debt and everybody gets Facebook bucks. That's like a cryptocurrency. Imagine doing that. No, you just get a check every quarter. That'd because be cool. this company that censored everything and took over everybody's lives mm -hmm. and, and was responsible for feeding everybody the news was getting two out of hand censoring. So they just said, no, that's a national company now. We need reparations for the Facebook censorship. Rape, yeah. Well, what did you For do? the 13 years I lost. Yeah, you started another Instagram account? I did. So I'm not as... We talked about that last episode. Remember, I was like, you're going to get deleted right away. I haven't yet. But... No, but before oh, Canadian yeah. Red Pill like got next day. deleted. Yeah. It was the next day. Yeah, it was ironic. We were just talking about it mm -hmm. and then boom. And I went to log on one day and I was like, what the heck? No. What did the message say? No user, message. User Nothing. does not exist. Yeah. This user does not exist, but it's weird because I can still get onto the messages. If any messages have come in since, I can see those, but I can't respond. But like, you can't really send a message to someone who doesn't have a page. It's very strange. Yeah, so that's you're not locked. That's well, it did eventually let me know that there was going to be a review in 30 days. Right after November 3rd, about. <laughs> oh, let me take a look here when this all started. That's weird. 
What a coincidence. Right? Isn't that coincidence? Let's take a look here. Their their algorithms are Oct good now. October seventh is when I They're reading screenshots. So October fifth is when I is when I got banned. Really? So thirty days later. Listen here, phone. And, and that was listening to me. That was the same day that a bunch of those accounts all mm -hmm. got jacked. They all disappeared all at the same time. One Weird. of the guys I follow, he messaged me and he's uh, when I got the new page, and he said that like six or seven Trump pages that he follows all got deleted at the same time. Yeah, yeah, they did. How was this allowed? Red October. It all happened in like one day. Wow. Because they can. Well, this goes back to like that Project Veritas, like all those undercovers that he has of Facebook employees. And I think he's, does he have Twitter employees too? Uh, basically I don't know. Talking I haven't about, seen that one yet. Well, some of these are old, but just talking about, you know, we delete right-wing accounts. If there's anything that says Trump, it's deleted or shadow banned. Yeah. It makes sense when you're, uh, what's her title? Election Integrity mm -hmm. Chief. Right. The uh, Atlanta Council girl who's, you know. Integrity. Very related to the Obama administration. Taking money from Burisma. Yeah, taking donations <laughs> from Burisma, yeah. It's just all once again tangled. That meme he sent me was the best. Oh, let me read it. Yeah. Did I post it? Yeah, you have a better singing voice. You can almost get the tune. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's deleted. If you like... No. Mm -hmm. No. Oh, no. No, it's there. Oh, Ooh. my God. You have me going. <laughs> I can't even sing it. Yeah, sing it. If you like subpoena coladas <laughs> yeah. and getting caught in Ukraine <laughs> <laughs> when your dad's into children <laughs> and you're into cocaine. Oh yeah. And has a picture of him <laughs> with like a big it's gigantic cocaine line, but it's shaped like the country of cocaine or uh, Ukraine. <laughs> cocaine, Ukraine. Yeah. It's a big you, oh cocaine outline. I didn't even Ukraine. notice that. That's what it is. <laughs> right? And then oh his picture was sitting there, or his face over top of this great big Ukrainian-shaped <laughs> <laughs> cocaine line. And it's uh, also a picture of Joe sniffing this. I would say she's, I don't know, 13, 14. Oh, my God. Sniffing her hard. That's serious. you got to watch Corn Pop. Corn Pop is the Pop. worst video I've ever seen. He, is, he will go down as the worst president in history if he gets elected. Yeah. And I disliked Obama very much. I didn't I didn't like dislike Obama. Didn't I didn't know a lot about know? him. I'm starting to learn a lot more though. Now that you know about his corruption, do you dislike him? Um, there's a really good uh it's a series of recordings of tapes and it's between a um a congressman, a senator, and this lawyer who's been working with a lot of people inside the Iranian government okay. about Bin Laden, Tim Ooh, Osman. Tim Osman, Osman Construction. Who's never taken out mm -hmm. by the SEAL Team 6, who most of them died in a helicopter crash. Of course. Although the one guy did appear on, he was on uh, Howard Stern, hmm. talking about taking out Bin Laden. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of interesting. But... Uh, um, about him, about Bin Laden being alive and well in Iran and being a U.S. Running the Osman citizen. Construction. 
Yeah, being well, it's not actually called Osmond Construction, but <laughs> that'd be too obvious. Tim Osmond Osmond, but being a U.S. <laughs> citizen as well, Tim Osmond. Really? How? Yeah, and how the Obama administration had to pay the Iranian government billions, like hundreds of billions of dollars, to keep a lid on it. You, you gotta listen to this. Yeah, listen to it. here. Let me let me find you. I'll at least tell you who's talking, who the who's in the discussion. It's it's super interesting for sure. I listened to the two parts. I think I sent it to you, Becky. You gotta check it out. It's really interesting. Um, uh, he was all excited. He said, "I can become." You know, his staff advisor was saying, "You can become the next president if you get if you help Alan bring Bin Laden back." Um, you know, we discussed that we were going to give him a, a share of the rewards for justice money, which is $50 million. Uh, he was all excited. But then he said, he said um, twice, he said, I cannot ask permission from Leon Panetta to work with you to get Bin Laden out of Iran, but I can ask my good friend Leon Panetta if he has any objections. So anyway, that is a discussion the beginning it's quite lengthy it goes on and on there's parts to it and it's between let me find out who it is it's alan howell parrot congressman weldon and brian s Ett ettinger biden's attorney wow and when was this january 6 2011. Hmm. when did they take bin laden out i think right around there yeah. Let me look it up I here. I think it was like 10 years later. When did the old Osmond Construction uh, Company start, the group? Uh, oh, that's an old company. His parents used to own that. Um, oh, I put Obama. Obama. <laughs> uh, let's take a look here. So he died May 2nd, 2011. May 2nd? What did I say that was? January 2011. Yeah. So what's going on there? I don't know, but if you guys get a chance to find it somewhere, you should. Why don't you repost it on our Stephen Dave oh, I will. the World page? That's a good call. I definitely will. We definitely need to get more active on that page. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm take... scared of it getting. Uh... Well, it's Shadow Man, so I started Shadow a new Man. one. That's same thing. No oh. underscores. Stephen. Well, Dave. I saw that one followed me, and I yeah. thought that's weird that my own page just started following me. Yeah, Stephen Dave Rule the World straight up. Uh, so yeah, we'll mm -hmm. we'll get on there. We won't talk about things that are going to shadow banned, although it's hard to tell anymore. Don't or, have any opinion that's not completely left wing, or else you will get shadow banned. You know, I found it found it weird when we first started doing this. I really found it weird that Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, mm -hmm. Spotify were all like, "Yeah, put them on." Yeah, <laughs> just seemed like it wasn't the time for it. Seemed like there isn't a climate. Especially that first episode. The first like, episode. We went risky. balls deep on that one. <laughs> and you know what? I say we revisit that, that first one, like anything. Well, we're going to because more stuff is coming out in relation to this just whole Just wait until the confessions begin and the exposition, is that the word? To expose? Expose. Yeah. Wait till mm. that starts. 
That's yeah. going to be, and I'm going to be sitting here the whole time. I told you so. <laughs> Suck it. There will be a lot of people in shock and disbelief. And that's why I don't Ooh, even yeah. think it's going to, I I think just little parts of it are going to come out and mm -hmm. some of it is going to be considered so important for national security that people won't go to jail. People won't be, they may or may not be arrested. But it goes back to politics, and politics is what takes us back to the censorship. Mm -hmm. Just like in the book 1984, and we're COVID 1984 right now, you have to tell somebody lies so many times that they believe them, and you just plain old forget truths and publish only the ones totally. you like. Add a little bit of fear into the mix, and you have got just a whole race of zombies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I accidentally posted this thing. Well, accidentally, not accidentally. It was on my other page, the Canadian Red Pill page, as I post all kinds of things. And it was about CDC numbers. It was a couple weeks ago now. But I was like, ah, you know what? I'll just post it on my personal page as well and see what happens. Oh. oh, my word, Dave. I only had a few people respond to it. But, like, the ones that did, just just so stupid. Freaked out. Like, no. Just, no. Just, you know what? I'm going to read it to you. Like, okay. People just need to be deleted from. <laughs> no, you can't have that same mentality. <laughs> you can't. Everybody has a right to speak. You're right. They do. Yeah. They absolutely do. But they also have a right to do their own research. Yes. And not just watch what CBC tells them. Mm -hmm. So one person says people can have the virus and spread it for two weeks before their symptoms show up. Those people are spreading it without knowing because they don't have symptoms yet. Hey, hence the need for the mask. Because I it was basically talking about like take off the mask. Oh, yeah. And then someone else wrote, keyword rarely still doesn't eliminate the potential threat. Also, America is clear enough representation that the statistic is false. Well, that's a real touchy subject, the whole mask thing, right? Like people that don't want masks, it's more of a freedom thing then it is an actual health thing like mm -hmm. like people know yes masks can work right mm -hmm. they can help a little bit even if it's just some do they work or do they not work well it's both they can work and in some cases they're not gonna they'll protect you more you know unless you touch something with your hands and then touch your mask you know we're not doctors um Twitter also removed a tweet, speaking of that, from uh, uh, the president's COVID-19 uh, task force. One of the advisors, Dr. Scott Atlas, saying masks don't work. So they removed that right away. <laughs> of course they did. Right. You know what? Masks is a... So you're only allowed one opinion as a doctor now? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> masks are they're more of a control piece than a safety piece at this point I you can't even like you is. can't even go into a store without wearing it you can't do anything people do though nobody says anything i do yeah it depends forget right depends. oh shit nobody i've been walking around the mall keeping it off like i am a pretty strong anti-masker but like oh this is so frustrating because we're trying to plan this wedding and I like have to go try on a dress. 
Oh, yeah. And you have to wear a freaking mask. And I'm like, oh, these are really nice for me to remember that year I got engaged. Yeah, you get and trying on photos. On your mask. <laughs> and here's the thing we're like trying to book halls. We're like a doily. Listen, we're trying to book halls. And they're like, well, with COVID, we're not allowed buffets. You know, with COVID, you're only allowed 50 people here, but next year it might be only 15. Like 15 oh, people my at my God. wedding? Are you kidding? That's like my family, not even my family. Yeah, that's why ridiculous. even get married? That's oh, ridiculous. So angry. And we were going to go to Cuba. Yeah, Cuba would be nice. But communist the, country, though. Is it still? Uh, yeah, I think it kind of is. Still. Well, it's very beautiful. I think it's got better. It's gotten better, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they, we have a bunch of people that can't go because. They don't want to quarantine when they get home. Who knows where we'll be this time no, next year? Right. I, I I really can't put my finger on what's going to happen. I think a lot of it has to do with what happens on November 3rd. Yes. And I try to say this to people. I said, I'm not counting anything until after the election. They're like, what does that have to do with Canada? Oh, you silly sheep. Yeah, Let me yeah. tell you all about it. So remember we were talking about the whole... Um, Trudeau echoing Biden's campaign so we can build mm -hmm. back better. Yeah. Well, that came from a UN thing. Okay. Right? So Another reputable service. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of world leaders mm -hmm, saying mm -hmm. this slogan over and over again. But it's it's kind of – to repeat something like that over and over in multiple countries, it seems like culty. not only – Yeah, like culty. Like they're brainwashed. Mm -hmm. Right? And I think more brains were washed in 2020 than hats. <laughs> <laughs> and that's rich because we got to wash our hands nonstop. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what's concerning. I don't wash my brain or my hands, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wash my hands. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's really the, the heart of the issue is we have mega media conglomerates. Deciding what you want to believe or what you can believe. Sorry. Yeah, not even what you want to believe, but what you can see now. Why you got to delete Facebook, first of all. I, You know what? Honestly, I would delete Instagram too, but I do find it's a little bit more reputable um, because, you, you know, you can kind of pick and choose a little better than Facebook. Facebook, yeah. you're there to, like, see your friends. Instagram, like, I don't follow friends on my Canadian Red Pill page. Like, I follow sources. Yes. And reputable sources. And, you know, that's, that's why I like Instagram for that. But, I mean... It's owned by Facebook, so yeah, it's not like it. That's why things need to be broken up. Either that, or I like I like the idea of just nationalizing it. Well, I thought that was going to happen when they made weed legal the, here. The so. rest of the world would freak out about that, though, because that's just the states. States just chose to mm -hmm. break up or nationalize Facebook. Nobody else is benefiting, and then they'd use it for their own propaganda. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, like this. You can't win. The world has been, you know, over the last fifty years. I don't understand why doesn't everyone just like mind their own business, just like stay in their country because power. I know. What is that? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But everybody's attracted to it in a way. Mm hmm. Right. So. I don't know. Once you're rich and you have everything you want, these what else next is there to want? You want more. Are things that are unobtainable. You want worship of the people. You want power to decide for them all. Some people do, you know. And Zuckerberg certainly has it. But he's just a puppet. It's not like he's the 
puppet master by any means. No. He's not the one holding the strings. He's just a nerd. He's the one <laughs> on the strings. He's just like, okay, money, okay. Like he just yeah. looks. Change the algorithm. He just yeah, algorithm. <laughs> he just looks like he's been mind controlled. Hey, it's just dead. Maybe it's like looking has. at like a robot in the eyes. Yes, yeah. It's just dead eyes. He's very messed up, man. I always call it goat eyes. Remember the fake video he had of him in his backyard? Maybe. And his head looked like it was edited. Anyway, he like oh. released it and he's like, yeah, just hanging out in my backyard. And it looked like a normal backyard. Looked like a normal person. With... Like he doesn't have acres and acres of property. Yeah, it, it looked very fake. It was funny. I'm going to be the, well, what about this? You think a vaccine episode would be? Yes, that's a. It's polarizing. You should... Oh, it's recording right oh, now. Recording. Yeah, that is kind of a hot It's topic. polarizing. Well, it's because if you're pure anti-vax, people just... Think you're a crunchy granola hippie. Yeah. And you're killing your kids. Yeah. It's really risky. We could talk about that, but... I would love to talk about it yeah. as a fresh anti-vaxxer. Well, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, and I've said that before because I feel like I have to say it. Because if I don't, people would be like, oh. People will show up at your house and, like, burn it down. <laughs> yeah heaven forbid you have a different opinion than them so anyway what are the other than twitter facebook and google mm -hmm. what are who owns all the media companies mm, rockefellers well the, the major companies that own all the rest of them fox news owns one well no are we like how high no, up no, on the no. hierarchy like are we talking? Everything here? boils down to four companies. Other outside Disney, of, like Breitbart and Fox News. Disney's one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, GE, I think. Twenty first Century Fox, one of them too. Yeah, I think Fox is one of them. Do they and they own Fox News, then? Yeah. Okay. But it's crazy when you look at the. Oh no, it's six companies, not four. Let's take a little look here. We have, I'm looking at a little graph here. Oh gosh, there's so many to look at. I don't even know how to begin. Okay, Disney, and they own just a shit ton. A&E, ESPN, ABC, uh, all anything Disney related, obviously. I think Disney owns Marvel, doesn't it? Yeah, there it mm -hmm. is, Marvel. All these lifetime history channels. Crime and Investigation, Lucas Films they own, Pixar, mm -hmm. Vice, Touchstone. So, I mean, that certainly yeah. has some input. They own GameStar, Video Gaming Company. In print, they own all kinds of stuff here I'm not going to get into. And I bet you their major shareholders are big banks. Well, I would assume all of these are, oh. for sure. Oh, Bob... Iger from Disney, forty-four point nine million annual salary. He's the CEO of Disney right now. See pedo as well. I bet you. <laughs> what have we got here? National Amusements, Summer Redstone, four point six billion dollar net worth. Good for him. They own BET, CBS. Uh, what else here? I'm just trying to see ones I recognize. <coughs> Nickelodeon, Paramount, MTV. Showtime, Spike. Oh, I miss Spike. Paramount. Paramount Pictures. Yeah. The CW Network, Viacom. Viacom. VH. Was, Viacom is one of the biggest ones. Showcase. Yeah. So that's owned by this guy. Mm -hmm. We have got here Time Warner. 
Oh yeah, thirty-two point five million annual salary. Good for him. Okay. Who's, who's that guy? Who's the CEO His, of Time Warner? Jeff Bukes. Bukes? Yeah. Bukes? Okay. They own Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, CNN, huh. HBO, HBO, Mad, CW. Although the other one said it owns CW as well. Hulu, Looney Tunes, Turner, uh, Warner Brothers, TNT, TBS, New Line Cinema. Warner Brothers, course, that's Warner a pretty Brothers. big ownership. Yes. And then a bunch of print and video games. Comcast. Owns oh, another. yeah. Comcast is another big one. CNBC. Big idea. So that, growing up, like in Christian house here, yeah. this, these little guys, Veggie Tales here, this was a Christian outlet, and they sold just recently, and now it's completely secular. Oh, Just like a sad, sad disappointment yeah. for us. Vegetal kids. Anyway, DreamWorks, uh, MSNBC, all the NBCs, Sci-Fi, Style Network, Universal. So those Weather four, Channel outside of Zuckerface and Dorsey and the Google guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, Rupert Murdoch well, is the owner of News the New York Corp. Post. So that let's see here. They own Fox. All of these Fox National Geographic. Yeah. Speed Network. Um, they don't really own a lot like they do, no. but it's all under Regency. So I would be more likely to take what this, these companies say as Rupert Murdoch's true. companies. I would say a little more than the ones he's, that are like CNN and all he's that. He's kind shit. of a big deal. Um, yeah. And then let's look for print here. So I don't recognize any of these. Well, New York Post. Is that on here? Um, well, Rupert Murdoch owns it. I know that. Harper Collins. Oh, yeah. We all know Harper Collins. Oh, yeah, right there in the middle. Yeah. New York Post. And then Sony is another one. Who, who's the CEO of Sony? Oh, yeah, Sony. So it's Sony, Viacom, Comcast. Kazuo, Harry. Um, yes, Sony. They all are under. so. If all five of those CEOs got in a room and they were like, "We want TriStar," we want Biden elected. Oh yeah, done. Right, done. But don't they, in a way, do that? <clears throat> yeah, of course they do. So isn't that manipulation of elections? Yeah, absolutely. No Look, Russians involved. Nothing. So according to this, the <laughs> biggest of the. The Comcast. six here is Comcast, and it is like a significant amount. They're 148.2 billion. No, that's their the revenue. This is the total value. Okay. Where the Sony is the smallest at 34.1. So this one is several times bigger. And who owned or what was under the Comcast umbrella? Now, again? 148 billion was the Comcast one, right? Now, in contrast to that, Facebook's revenue was 70 billion so not okay. their worth their revenue and they probably have an earnings <laughs> to revenue ratio of 20 to 1 or something mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. so they're probably i wonder what their their actual market exposure is look at this though just hmm. a side note under comcast so you have your cnbc's yep. which of course is left-wing propaganda yeah you have your e network so your entertainment network mm -hmm. that is mind control of the lemmings yeah. right there 
You have the NHL network yeah. under that falls under that. That's the best one. The weather network or the weather channel. The so weather channel. just control it. Like I just think it's all kind of coincidental. So guess what Facebook's market cap is? Oh gosh, what? Seven hundred and forty-four billion dollars. That's disgusting. It, it dwarfs all of those companies put totally. together. And why do you think that is? Like, why is internet? Because all those companies are advertising on Facebook now. Oh, geez. Maybe the first thing. I and they of. thought that that robot was the one to handle it all. Yeah. Sucker face. A company that started out ranking girls on looks. Is that what it started? Yes. Like, it was started, it hot or not? Yeah. It was a hot or not of Harvard. Wow. That's what it started as. Hence the Facebook. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it was Mark's way to be able to talk to girls. Yeah, and it was the Facebook to start out the with. The Facebook. Her. And then they were like, no. Then those two twins. Uh, Winkle yeah, Boss or whatever. The Winkle Boss twins were like, no, let's drop the, just call it Facebook. And then they got fucked out of it. Mm -hmm. They were two of the largest owners of Bitcoin. Mm, I think right. they still are. That's right. Yeah. So, so they're doing well for themselves. Yeah, I'm sure. Not Facebook well, but not seven hundred fifty billion dollars well. But here's the thing: once you have a million dollars, like, yeah, you can. You're laughing. Yeah, as long as you don't spend like a maybe the, like those a, two, but no, they're total nerds. I'm sure total D-bay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sure they're they're bazillionaires by now. Oh, I'm sure of it. Right. Yeah, just the exposure from like that movie that came out alone. Mm -hmm. the social network or whatever that was a terrible movie yeah it was kind of terrible but at the time i was like oh facebook i can't wait to hear the story the guy that played zuckerberg oh, actually, he did a pretty good job though he did but i i think he's a huge nerd anyway yeah jesse in the beginning, zuckerberg was talking about or in the movie he's talking about he did come across some money before he created facebook mm -hmm. and was betting on fuel oil prices mm -hmm. in the winter he made some money doing that but $744 billion? That's out of control. That's out of control. Why though? People stop going on Facebook. Yes. Just like if, I don't know, a million people didn't surf for one day. Like imagine the losses. Yeah. And it, you know what? It was very empowering to be able to delete the app. I came home yes. from Calgary in April. Uh, it was And it was just after like a weekend of drinking with my girlfriends and stuff. And mm -hmm. it was like... I always have like an existential crisis every time I like party all weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm like laying there in bed and I was just like, I went on Facebook and I just saw people's posts and keep in mind, this is kind of the beginning of COVID still. And it was only about a month and a half in. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm done with this. Like I'm done with the stupidity. I'm done with everybody just having no idea what's going on. And I deleted it and mm -hmm. I haven't been back on since other than, to homeschool my kids i had to join mm. this like stupid group so i like created a new one with like no pictures and like no information yeah no friends it's just so i can like join this group do but you know what uh liberating anyway yes definitely i'm glad i never created an account you know what twitter's market cap is what 36 billion so significantly smaller which is crazy because like all the celebrities use Twitter. For I, don't, sure. I feel like the celebrities don't use Facebook. For sure, but they don't have the marketplace and they don't have all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, right. right. Marketplace is very valuable. I like it. Yeah. You just hate that it's on Facebook. So what was Viacom or Comcast? Uh, $138 billion or something. Yeah. So they're approaching 
Well, they're not there yet, but Twitter. 148 billion. Yeah. And that's a bunch of companies, mm -hmm. huge companies all by themselves. Yeah. It's like a hundred companies. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, who owns DC here? Who is this? Uh, oh, Time Warner. Time Warner. Yeah. I don't know. You just have to think about who owns these companies. So what companies do they own and who's controlling the media? Imagine if those, and I don't think this is the way to go, but I think we should think about it. Like in Mexico, mm -hmm. the Mexican government, government nationalized their oil industry. Mm -hmm. So that goes back to the government. Mm -hmm. Now, if you nationalize all those companies, you could wipe out the debt, the national debt. Oh, yeah. you, you could end the debt slavery. You could afford a universal basic income. I don't like that idea either. That's but a bit socialist. You yeah. could do it. You could do it. You could, yeah. Yeah. But it would involve basically taking things from people that have worked hard to own. Well, that's just it. That's, that's why the, problem. the age old debate capitalism versus but communism. You can't let people get too big. You can't let them get to the size where their companies, their actions as heads of these companies can influence these elections. Oh, absolutely. They can. I, I don't think any public business should have anything to do with endorsing one politician or the next. No, you're right. It's irresponsible. Yeah, but yet they do it. And yet they do it. And I don't think that's right. Mm -hmm. Like, it, just let's talk physiologically. You spend hours on the internet like at the end all that blue light and staring at it your head hurts right yes not to mention your brain is fuzzy from all the bullshit you just took in yes there's too much shit you but just know. think and that's you know i'm an adult i have a very busy job i have two kids at home and i still feel like that at the end of the day with social media now imagine like for example these teenagers yeah and they've been home for six months because of covid what do you think they're doing in their day? They're online. They're social mediating, or the early, you know, the college age kids or whatever. They're social mediating it, and it's just filling their brain and filling their brain and filling their brain and filling their brain of just like shit. Mm -hmm. Like you don't think physiologically that's changing. Well, it's stressful too. But I. But don't you think it's like changing the neurology? <laughs> like yeah, the, it is neuroplasticity. You can your your brain. Your physical brain changes depending on what you put it through, yeah. what you read, what you learn, what you experience on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, stress, all kinds of things. I find even just like taking, I took the iPods away for both my girls and it makes a big difference as far as like fighting goes, like not even just fighting, but like their behavior in general, like all of a sudden they're playing together. All of a sudden they're trying to be creative. All of a sudden mm -hmm. they're, whereas like before it's like, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm bored because they don't have like that constant in their face. Yeah. And there goes and creativity. Crazy. Yeah. We, we talked about this one consumers. episode. Yes. So in taking away my oldest daughter's iPod recently, right. I'm like, well, first of all, she's 10 and yeah. she had a dating app on her thing. Really? It was like a swipe one. One I'd never heard of. It was like $25 a month. Wow. So I have yet to see it on my credit card, but I'm sure that'll come here soon. And she put her first and last name and put age 19. And I was oh. like, what the fuck? Like, I was so mad. And uh, and so I'm like, you know, I deleted it and I, I took her phone away. And I also see her background is like this shirtless. I, 
I would say he's older than a teenager, kind of like that 20 year old range, 18 to 20 shirtless guy on her screen, like as a backdrop. (laughs) And I'm just like, what are you thinking? And like everything she wears is like belly shirts and makeup. She's like, comes upstairs wearing foundation and concealer. And I'm like, you're 10, you have perfect skin. What are you doing? Yeah. And, uh, and I took it away and we had this conversation about consumerism and like, mm-hmm. uh, marketing. Yeah. And of course to a 10 year old, you, you don't understand that, but just like when I see an ad, I, or, or something, a video, I can decide in my head, is that appropriate? Do I want this? Do I need this? Is this something that could benefit me? No. Can I afford it? You know, but for a kid, and which is really where they're hitting up on social media for this marketing stuff. Oh, celebs and all that. And this is why all of these teenagers and young adults look the exact same right now. Yeah. Same style, same everything. Yeah. But because you're marketing to a group of whatever. Yeah, you get them, you get them when they're young and their brains are pliable. Moldable, right? Yeah. You're pumping it in there. My kid thinks that she needs to have belly shirts on. She needs to have a certain shoe. She needs to have a certain makeup and this and that. She wants fake nails. She's 10 years old. Wow. And I'm just like, you don't understand that they are pumping this into you so that you think you need it. And I'm like, and then in turn, you come harass me to buy you this stuff nonstop. And because I need you to shut up sometimes, I just buy it. (laughs) Like I blindly bought her stuff online from this like online clothing store. I thought it was like for kids. I was like, whatever. And I just bought it. And uh, it showed up, Dave. Oh, my gosh. It was like this tiny little tube top and this like tiny tank top and these booty shorts. Oh, my God. And this was like clothes for children. I was like, what have I done? Yeah. I've uh, just backed the pedo game here. Oh, no. So she's only allowed to wear it in the house. And if I ever catch her going outside, she gets a beating. Yeah. Figurative beating. Not yeah. literal. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, just a little PSA on marketing and letting your children be on anything so we let social media companies and lamestream media companies we're letting them brainwash us and our kids our kids this is the next generation can you imagine what voting's going to be like in 10 15 years oh god well they'll just everybody would be so brainwashed and so polarized it'll just be like this vote for this person okay civil wars and i think that social media has honestly like killed the brains of everybody well it's definitely killed the smartphone has definitely killed the mm-hmm. conversation it's killed this it's like ironic it's killed the smarts of people but you're right mm-hmm. the conversation when i was dating mm-hmm. like before i had a boyfriend uh they i worked with these this like 19 or 20 year old kid and i was like 28 or 29 at the time and so not like not a huge gap, but mm-hmm. enough of a gap that there's some serious differences there. Yeah. You know, like the don't know what a floppy disk or a VHS, you know, those. Half inch floppy. Yeah. So. I probably thought you were being. A floppy sexual. disk. Yeah. <laughs> Present to a floppy disk. Yeah. So they. I figured three and a half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> I remember him saying to me. So, like, how do you meet people now at your age? And I was like, I don't know, same way you meet people. Yeah, it's like online. Like, well, I guess, but like, just go to bars. I'm like, well, you could just like meet them organically. Mm -hmm. What? I'm like, or like, if you met them online, like, you could call them, like, talk to them. 
And yeah. he was just like blown away. On the phone, he says? On the phone? And I'm like, yes, on the phone. Crazy. He goes, oh, no, we didn't do that. Because he was, you know, fresh out of high school. Oh, no, we didn't do that. I said, I, I loved getting a call from and even my friends or a boyfriend or whatever mm -hmm. in high school and just sitting at my kitchen table. And there was a long cord and I'd have to sit there. Yeah, that was the best, man. I used to talk to the girl next door, literally the girl next door, every almost every night no, in huh? high school. The phone for hours. Oh, yeah, and it was great. It was like that part of the day you look forward to. We get to know, like you get to know them really well that way. Yeah, it's the sharing of each other's person. So everyone is so isolated now. You know, we have exposure to literally everybody's best pieces, best angles, blue steel, mm -hmm. the works, all that filter. Yeah, but we're not getting to know the person mm -mm. anymore so everyone is so guarded and everyone is so alone and so afraid and now we have these massive companies telling us what to believe well yeah if you have no direction then you're one ally basically you're in isolation what's the one consistent social yes. media so now it tells you what to believe it's I'm, just I'm such a fucking scam a term here all right. And I'm going to call it to fit along with the narrative of this year. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it intellectual distancing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Not bad. Hey, eh? we should get t-shirts made. Mm. Yeah. That and the, I did not see this coming <laughs> from 2020. So and now he's a real lefty. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one too. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun episode. Check it out. It was uh, episode five. It's real good. <laughs> um, and what does what are the tenets of uh, intellectual, intellectual distancing? Well, you don't have real conversations with people oh, beyond no. small talk. You don't get to know other people. You're all fed the same information. Mm -hmm. You avoid uh, intellectual stimulation of any kind, mm -hmm. like actual questioning. That oh yeah, not necessarily that heretic mentality but definitely you you want to question everything you, you don't want to believe everything that you are told and that you hear because it produces everybody's different but it produces the same mindset mm -hmm. intellectual distancing what a way to live yeah <laughs> that's how people are living oh now. it is how it's living mm -hmm. scary man scary I, yeah i know there needs to be a shift it's crazy even these last six seven months like People are so unfriendly now. And then mm. when you get one person who will like hold the door open or say thank you or something. Yeah. And then nice. you're, and then now all of a sudden you're like kindred spirits and you're like, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yeah. But people are definitely, there's too many people definitely concerned with uh, getting too far caught up with the rules. Here. Stand over there. You're standing too close to me. No, you're not in your circle. <laughs> yeah. Put on your face dungeon. <laughs> Step six feet away from that person. Uh, yeah, I am not like that for sure. No, no. <laughs> but to see, and that freaks people out. People are like, whoa, you're trying to kill grandma. Okay, well, grandma had a good life. That's the thing. Like, how can you, how can you, how can you say you refuse to do anything like that without somebody? Did you hear that 39% of Canadians, uh, and this is an improvement over the last survey, 39% of Canadians think that 
this COVID vaccine should be mandatory. Ugh. Is 39% Ontario? 39% of people are that brainwashed where they don't think you should have an option on what to put in your body. Wow. And that's what when all this that? media does. What a shit. Mm-mm. Watch the news every day. You do that. You do what the government told me to do. It was it was upwards of 50 like a, a couple months ago. Can it's you imagine that? It's because people are scared. I know. That's the whole point of the exercise is the fear and the division and the intellectual distancing. I was talking to somebody recently about wanting to go to Cuba for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this person said to me, uh, we should be good. There'll be a vaccine by then. <laughs> I was like, no, why do you say that? Like, I don't know what wedding party you think you're going with here, but. Well, whatever. I just won't be lining up. I might wait a year <laughs> or never take it. Never. It's the sniffles. <laughs> so I know what we're going to do. Yeah, exactly. That's terrible. Your throat's That's bad. misinformation. Don't, don't repeat that. That's banned. Censor that immediately. Edit <laughs> delete, that. delete. Yeah, delete. <laughs> Put a disclaimer on our podcast. Yeah. Demonetize us. Speaking of demonetize, <laughs> when do they ever monetize? Well, we haven't. We haven't quite got there yet. Yeah. Share. Share with your friends. Um, speaking of like anti-vax kind of things, I know we want to do this episode, but last two weeks ago when, when Steve drove me home, we were talking about vaccinations and he said he's been kind of anti-vax since 09. For me, this is like a brand new thing. Mm -hmm. I told him in 2017 at Halloween, I cut myself while carving a pumpkin and it was like a pretty significant cut. And they said I had to get a tetanus shot. Yeah. And at the time I didn't know. Like, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. I always got vaccinated. That was just what I needed to get done. Yeah. So I got my tetanus shot. And uh, and Steve says to me, did you get sick? I'm like, no, why? He goes, well, my buddy got a tetanus shot and blah, blah, blah. Turns out he was really sick. He almost died. It was because of the tetanus shot. Wow. And that's even was like confirmed by this guy's doctor. Wow. So... I well, said, how did he react to it? What was he had like bruising on him or something? And Steve saw it and uh he went to the doctor and something to do with white blood cells were Oh, his white like... blood cell count went crazy and started attacking his own body. Something like that. Yeah. And um, so he asked, like, did you get sick from the tetanus shot? And I was like, No, I don't think so. And then I started thinking, so if I cut it around October twenty-eighth, something like that, mm-hmm. right before Halloween. I had my tetanus shot that night. By mid-November, I was the sickest I've ever been in like my adult life. Really? I had a sinus infection, which I'd never had before, and the flu or some sort of I don't think it was like a Norwalk kind of thing because it lasted Norwalk. for three days. You know, that's like a 24-hour thing. <laughs> yeah. This was like a, a three-day thing. Yeah, those are with the sinus infection. Like I just laid in my bed and I cried and I missed work. And anyone who knows me knows that I work through everything. Yeah. The day I got my tummy tuck, I was being wheeled out of the hospital, emailing, <laughs> emailing purchase orders. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't even like keep my head up, and I was doing it. Yeah. So for me to have laid in bed for three days sick, that was huge. My mom had to take my kids. Andrew had to come take care of me. Couldn't do anything. All I would do was puke. And my face would hurt and I would cry because I hurt so bad. And that was wow. like two and a half weeks or three weeks after that vaccine. Mm. And that, again, that was the sickest I've ever been as an adult. You know. So um, maybe. 
one of my earliest memories was when I was a small child and I was going to get vaccinated and I saw it as something evil. I was, I think it was maybe four or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it hurt too, right? And I didn't know what was going on. My dad was there and he was like, no, this is not a bad thing. But I didn't believe it. And I was screaming and freaking out. And then I remember my little brother was next and he was like two and a half or mm -hmm. something. And I was like, no, fuck you. And I was like fighting him, <laughs> trying to like fight and save my little brother from people sticking a needle in him. But it was like a scary thing, mm -hmm. especially at that age. Yeah, the last time I got my kids vaccinated was, I don't know, three years ago probably as well, same timeline. Yeah. And my my youngest one was probably about five at the time. And, yeah, I had to pin her down. We had to have two or three nurses to hold her. Yeah. And I know I said to them recently, like, hey, you know, I, I don't tell them everything, but I'm just like, we don't vaccinate now. You know? Oh, wow. And they're like, we don't have to get the needles? <laughs> no, you don't. You're the best mom ever. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> some things, though. I, I think are pretty important. To get I vaccinated. think a vaccine in a hep C vaccination or any hepatitis. But I think your body is designed to polio? fight these things. <laughs> the but measles. I don't know. I, I don't like know. I said, I'm very new to this, so I don't have a good argument as to is, why I don't. A lot of people don't like how they're made and what's in them. Well, I just think in I a don't like purest form. They're okay. I don't like the idea of the COVID vaccine being mandated to the point where you're literally stopped at checkpoints papers please yeah and you don't have papers you can't get through the checkpoint uh, yeah. you can't get on the plane you can't travel you can't that's what's going to be next of course it is chip yeah. this is a little mark of the beast to me mm -hmm. yeah papers please that's papers. what happened to the the Jews in World War II oh we'll just put you in this neighborhood to protect you mm -hmm. from other German people Papers, please. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, you're right. No wonder people thought that World War II was the end of the world. The, Religious people. The prototype for the whole lockdown, I think, right now is Australia. Oh, what Victoria, a disaster. Victoria, Melbourne. They're like literally tasering people and tackling oh, people for not Beating them masks. in the streets. Yeah, macing them. Yeah. You know crazy it's yeah, nuts it's out of and they have such a low count there and people will go well yeah that's why but what would you rather have or maybe it's because it's not nearly as dense or maybe they're not uh maybe people are healthier there it feels like a, a healthier country in general than like let's say america oh definitely by far they're more active they get more sun yeah it's not even a no contest. competition no it's like our numbers are low. Yeah, well, we have a tenth of the population mm -hmm. of America. Yeah, there's a climate, though. Well, more people are scared and getting tested. Yeah. Right. Do you ever get those phone calls that are like, stay safe, stay home? It's like a robot voice. No, it's, this is real? I, yeah, okay, so I checked my voicemail finally today. 18 voicemails. And a bunch of them are those like Asian CRA scam ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's a few, and they called me four times today, Dave. Four times, all from a seven two nine number. What? Yeah, and all all different uh, suffixes, but all the seven two nine prefixes are the same. Anyway, and you just listen. What do they say? It's a woman robot, like a like a computer like voice. Siri or whatever. No, Siri sounds more like a human. This <laughs> okay. is like stay safe stay home like that and then it just hangs up <laughs> you're kidding really yeah 
I had two on my voicemail today. No way. Yeah. What? I wonder if we call the number, what happens? Oh, nothing. Will, you won't be able to. We'll, it probably won't try even calling be. It anyway, well, yeah, we should try calling it. Do you still have the voicemail? No, I deleted it. And oh. I, thought I should keep this. Yeah. I did block the number, so I don't even know if I can call it. But put on speakerphone here. <laughs> Unless it's a work person, that could be. You have reached the voicemail box of Kung Shu Liu. Kung Shu Liu? <laughs> I guess. Stay safe. But stay look, at home. 729, 729, 729, 729. Well, what's 729 area code? No, it's not area code. It's 780 oh. and then 729. Oh, weird. So is that part of some other kind of? Stay safe. Stay home. It's just a government initiative, I think, to mind control you yeah anytime so i see a sign that says stay safe though too it's like reverse censorship well, not reverse censorship. i think it's just adding to the propaganda scare people yeah the ministry of truth what was that thing the canadian federal government had where they were going to require uh licenses that like almost like permits to do what to they were going to say who's allowed to be on any kind of television or internet or anything. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I don't know the details of that, but uh, yeah. Mm, we should look into that. The guy was that like, yeah, out. great it was idea. A, yeah. It was a Trudeau initiative, the of course it was. Ministry of Truth. So someone from work <laughs> sent me this the other day, and it's long, I'm not going to read it all, but basically someone from the Trudeau government wrote a disclaimer talking about um, – the roadmap and aim set out by the prime minister is as follows: secondary lockdown restrictions. No, that's a hoax. It was it. Yeah. Okay. That's not real, but because I read it and I was how, like, oh dang. You could see how real it could be. Well, of course, because it's talking about how um, erosion of freedoms, like erasing everyone's debt, and then now you like basically you get the money debt taken away, but now you're forever in their debt. Yes. And they, you, you, you don't own any of your own personal belongings. They're, they're not yours anymore. How do you know this was a, a and, scam? Was it Snopes? Uh, no, I just, to me, it, it looked like a, it, it looked like a scam. Oh, so you don't even know. I don't know for sure, but I, I think that's a hoax. It better be a hoax because it was terrifying. It was, yeah. Like it. Also, sounded... I sent it to my dad, and he was like, "No, that's not real." Because I think it's like so. But it's a story. It's a narrative a that you could you could see that we're going in that direction. Cashless and society. You, yes, and when you persecution, lose little bits of your freedom, a little bit at a time, you seem not to notice. And the people are just buying it, Dave. This is what thirty-nine percent mandatory vaccine. That's huge. That's big, eh? And like. People are just buying into it because they're scared because TV says to do it because mm -hmm. their or their phone, the pages they follow say to wear Every, a mask. Everything you see posted on Instagram or anywhere else that has anything a, outside of the, the COVID narrative is instantly fact-checked COVID thing. Like they, they, they can read screenshots and all that. It's within seconds, COVID this, COVID mm -hmm. that. For more information, check the WHO, mm -hmm. which was founded out of the Bretton Woods Conference along with, you know, the World Bank and mm -hmm. IMF. So this is what doesn't make sense to me. How is it that we are getting censored for having an opinion? Because I will never say that for what I believe. I will, I will <laughs> never say that. 
definitively that the things I post yeah. are 100% the truth. I no. believe it to be the truth. Yeah. I do my research. I find things to support it. But at the end of the day, I'm never going to make the claim that, yes, this is 100% true and you should take it as that. Unlike Facebook and Twitter saying this article by the New York Post is... Dangerous? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why do we get uh, censored for posting because something that we believe is true? And they, and they don't. don't get in trouble for censoring something that they know is true, but they don't want people to see. Like, I wonder if I post something on Instagram that's pro-COVID and if I still get the disclaimer. Oh, no. Oh, no, you probably would. Yeah. Just anything that has well, the trigger word in it. pro-COVID, like what? Like, what do you mean? Be by? like, wear masks, stay safe, stay home. Oh, yeah, you'd probably still get that. Man, there is a, not a billboard, but like one of those signs with like the light up letters mm -hmm. on the side of the road yeah, like uh the neon oh yeah, yeah yeah the neon i uh i drove past it yesterday and it was just stopped at an intersection it was in the city i want to say it was right by walmart like right over here by you mm. and it was like covid guidelines wear a mask and then the next one stay home <laughs> no no big groups or no groups over 15 and that was what it said on this friggin billboard <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have the city police driving through neighborhoods with megaphones, mm -hmm. yelling at people walking their dogs. For at one point, I felt like that's what was going to happen. Like the curfew police? Yeah. Well, there's curfew in Melbourne. They're like hardcore, man. They're 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 the the template, the the prototype for just crazy because I thought they level. were fairly right wing. Why? Because they have Bowie knives? I don't know. I guess that was just the impression I got. Maybe, the, or maybe at least. Because they say just, mate. Just central. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not too sure. I didn't think it was like as left wing as that. So do you think the whole Hunter Biden laptop thing is actually going to go somewhere? The better. <laughs> I doubt it will. Not you when you have. it go somewhere before the election? Here's the thing. Anything that they do right now has to be used strategically Yes, you have Rudy Giuliani, Kaylee McKinnonary, whatever. McKinney. McKinney. I can never say nah, her last I name. I think that's how you say it. You know, it. these sort of groups that are posting about it, uh, talking about it, talking to major media platforms about it. Um, Giuliani's daughter, Rudy Giuliani's daughter, mm -hmm. came out with an article saying, me and my dad are very different, and I don't think you should vote for Trump. No. She did, yeah. Wow. Again, like Trump why, is a monster. Like, and she's just <laughs> using her dad's power. Yeah, it's similar to the name recognition, right? That good old Hunter would use with his dad. If you go, oh, well, if someone like Ukraine. if someone like Rudy Giuliani's daughter says don't vote for Trump, well, then I'm not voting. For Imagine Trump. not knowing anything, being an American citizen. Probably you can't speak Ukrainian, mm -hmm. and you're on the board of a major Ukrainian energy company making 50k a month must be a reason why they were like yeah that's worth it mm, because his dad had access to the, the president everything and, the president and yeah. everything else and so they yeah. could withhold money from people and get whoever they wanted fired i just think at this point we said it before they're threatened 
And uh, like, again, and I'll say this a million times, like Trump, don't like Trump. I don't really care. You're allowed to vote for whoever you want to vote for. Mm -hmm. But I think a vote for Joe Biden is... uh, It's a vote for a shill. (laughs) I just think it's also very irresponsible. And I think you're going to end up putting your country and then the world into some serious lockdown. I don't think there's freedom in voting for Joe Biden. No, I think that's a scary thought about what that means i think uh what people need to do this time around is they need to look at the the candy can't each individual candidate separate from the parties of course yeah that they're in and those box those i those boxed ideals those ready-made boxes that Mm -hmm. people put other people in and people put themselves in well yeah the the really the, the party means nothing like jfk was a democrat George Bush Jr. was a Republican. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It, it, party lines, I don't think, matter this time around because they're both being used improperly. And more so, I think, the Dems campaign is more fear-mongering. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to draw more hate create more hate towards Trump than they're actually. Oh, it's a major smear campaign. Yes. So, but it's working. I mean, the amount of people that hate Trump for no reason. I know. And they're trying to draw attention away from what seems to be a very incompetent and rapidly fading (laughs) man to me. But look at Kamala Harris, who would take over. I don't think she's terribly competent. No. Did you see her interviewing, uh, that Amy Coney Barrett or whatever. That's, no. Uh, yeah, the new uh, Senate or Supreme Court. Supreme Court judge that they're mm-hmm. verifying right now. She asked her the dumbest questions. Oh, I like, heard this, but no, I didn't. She asked, um, do you think COVID is real? Like it was the biggest setup, snotties, <laughs> bullshit questions ever. She was like, yes, I'm not sure where you're going with this line of questioning. Like, she's like, I'm not that dumb. I know you're going to trap. You're trying to say something stupid at Mm -hmm. the end. And then she asked some other stupid question that was like, yes, again, where are you going? Yeah, didn't she ask something about like. Well, the third question was about climate change. Mm. And she was like, well, I cannot uh, answer that. That's a political thing. And. I have to take myself out of it. And she's like, so you obviously don't believe in the science. And she was like, yeah, I'm like, she was like, oh, I nailed you, burned you. <laughs> it was like, no, that's the, you're, that's, that's the foul play. line of questions I've ever seen. And this yeah, Supreme I heard that Court was judge bad. or next Supreme Court judge was like, yeah. Well, okay, do you see the smear that people tried when, when they were announcing her? They were like, she has She's two, religious. She has two black children. She kidnapped them from Africa and raped them. What? Like what? What are you talking about? There was all kinds of horrible things about how she's an oppressor. She stole these two black children from their home and made them be her children and this and that. Wow, I didn't see that. Oh, people are so stupid. Well, South Park did a version of the questioning of her. Already? Yeah, I think they did. They they made all the senators like evil zombies and stuff like that. Like, oh my gosh, doing like you know upside down crab walks like out of the Exorcist. And shit. It was horrific. Amazing. Yeah. South Park is still and like she like held up a cross and they were all like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> South Park is still like left wing in my opinion, but man, they 
I've watched so fucking. They years. say some funny stuff. Oh, watch it! So good. Such like social commentary, because yeah. they just don't give a shit. I really respect people who just say what's on their mind. Yeah. Regardless of if it's against you know status quo, they say it. Yeah. People are going to be outraged, and uh, that's it. Oh well. So I like people like that. But now people are afraid to do that because you get Cancel. censored and canceled, banned and canceled and deleted. Did you watch the Bill Burr special on Saturday Night Live? Uh, Saturday Night Live. No, but I heard he killed it. Yeah, and I'm sure there are many left people going cancel this guy. He's inappropriate. He's this. He's that. It was funny. I mean, if you look into Bill Burr, he's actually like married to a black lady. Yeah. Um. So not a racist. Well, that no, well, probably not. <laughs> that, that's how he's made his career, though, just not giving a fuck, right? And he didn't, and especially in a time like right now, where you can be canceled for anything. Like he went out there and he did it, and he ripped white women. And as a white woman, I was so proud to hear that because, uh-huh. like, sometimes we need a rip. Like he was talking about how, you know, this this move the, the movements. He didn't come out and say it, but. You know, the movement is basically, you know, trying to fight for the oppression of people. And he's like, and white people, white women have hijacked it. They're like talking about how oppressed everyone is in their SUV with their heated seats. (laughs) I'm like, I have an SUV and heated seats. All the good SJWs. That used to not be such a derogatory term. SJW. So SJW. So, so justice warrior in case anybody's. So now that's like in quotations social justice warrior, someone that's trying to fight for something, but they're virtue signaling, (laughs) right? That's what it seems to be. And there is honest, genuine people out there that honestly do care, but Mm -hmm. now a lot of it is seen as disingenuous Mm -hmm. and it's virtue signaling. It's like when Edmonton had that big rally slash protest back in June or July. What was that one about? The trigger word. What? Oh, masks? No. Uh, child trafficking? BLM. Oh, BLM. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. Like, again, disclaimer nothing that we say is meant derogatory or anti the BLM movement. It's not at all. But unfortunately, we have to double clarify. Do you know that? BLM received, I think it was $1.5 billion just from major corporations. Wow. They From Bank of America, they received $100 million. Wow. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Mm-hmm. I won't even say my piece on that one. Where do you think it all goes? Ah, doesn't matter. You whole bands full of signs. <laughs> edit. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, when 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 Edmonton had the protest here at the, the provincial grounds there, yeah. And there was like 10,000, 15,000 people or something and it was like everyone just hopped on the bandwagon. They're like, "Yeah. Something's George, wrong with the world." George this Floyd. Is, this let's protest in Edmonton. Wow. It's like, "Where have you been, people, for the last that's several hundred years getting upset about but still absolutely but in edmonton these people have never cared before and they're jumping on the bandwagon well they, they want to care about something and and that's the thing we don't have any we don't have the i watched that uh the trial of the chicago seven mm-hmm. 
and it's about uh, uh, the leaders of various groups that went to the Democratic Convention in Chicago in 1968. Mm -hmm. And this is after Rodney King was killed and riots broke out and all this. No, so Rodney that, King was in the 90s. Or not Rodney King. Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. Luther King. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't I retake that one? Yeah. Well, whatever. I'll just... Uh, yeah, and this is when uh, Martin. This is shortly after Martin Luther King was was shot and killed, mm -hmm. assassinated, and they had. It's a really good show, actually. But basically, they're just they just find the leaders of all these different groups, Black Panthers, mm -hmm. like everybody that came there, these students for Democratic, whatever, like all these leaders. And they just got them all in a courtroom and said they were all inciting riots. Mm. When really what happened was the cops started the mm -hmm. riots. And it's actually, it's actually a pretty good show. But the whole point is their government was against them. They wanted to see somebody pay. And it was the leaders of these groups. But we don't have that anymore. We don't have that kind of passion mm -hmm. for, for no. politics or human rights. Some people do. Well, I think it's because but people don't nation? make a, an opinion for themselves anymore. Mm -hmm. They're told how to. You don't have a passion for something that you just People, everybody learn. wants to risk. They want some kind of risk in their life, and they want to stand for something. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing to stand for anymore. There is, but people don't know what it is and how we unite. and we're... We should unite for no masks. <laughs> like in Toronto and Vancouver right now. Yeah, actually, Vancouver Calgary, Calgary too? too. Yeah, in Calgary. Calgary. Wow, how many people in Calgary get? I don't know. It was a, only one little clip I saw, but in Toronto, huge, yeah. huge protest. Yeah, I saw. I saw. And of course, picture. that'll get censorship because that's dis. Uh, well, that, that's misinformation. Misinformation regarding COVID. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but that is what people. Well, you might be right. Yeah, that is what people are starting to. We need something to fight for. Everyone's stuck in their friggin' houses. Well, and... we're sick of telling black people they're repressed. Because, I mean, sure, there is some racial profiling and all that kind of stuff. But I, I think that's there for another reason. I think that's a political thing. And I think a lot of black people would tell you, don't, don't tell me, white person, that I'm mm -hmm. repressed. Mm -hmm. That's the oppression. Telling sure. them that they're totally. they're equals, black, white, human. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, long and short of today's topic, censorship is bad. It's everywhere. Delete social media. Do some real research. Yes. Um, Not all social media. Keep this podcast. <laughs> Keep your podcast app. This isn't social media. This, this is the truth. This is truth media. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, good night. Good night. Cool.